Welcome to the journey home, perfecting the art of connection through internal family systems. Hi, my name is Angela Carter and I'm your host. I'm the author of Give a Flying F About Your Thoughts They Matter and Releasing Trauma with Love. I'm also the creator of the Advancing Heart Protocol, a process to activate the parasympathetic nervous system to create safety in the body and then release and recode its emotional charge. I'm the director of the Consinity Group, which hosts three therapeutic services, the Trauma Release Centre, a neuroscience-based therapeutic service, the Phenomenal Therapist, an online self-led IFS group therapy community, and Consinity, where I support health professionals to thrive in their jobs and their lives through the integration of internal family systems. Now, some would describe me as a mother, a grandmother, a daughter, sister, friend, therapist, even a lover. But I describe myself as a sacred being, a warrior of the truth and a status quo disruptor. You see, I'm really passionate about everyone having access to -to up-to-date therapies and interventions that return them to their natural state. I call it the journey home. I'm an IFS informed practitioner and have over 100 hours of training under my belt. And I've also been in the trenches and done my own work and it's an ongoing journey. I'm not a purist when it comes to models, but I do love IFS and I integrate IFS into most areas of my work. For those of you that don't know anything about internal family systems or IFS as we all call it, IFS assumes that we are multiplicity beings with the healing energy of the self. And the self is the part of you that knows exactly who you are and what you want. It can't be damaged and it already contains the wisdom to heal internal and external relationships. So come on a journey with me and build a deeper connection with your inner world to illuminate the directions towards the life of your dreams through sacred messages and internal family systems. I bring you this podcast to connect with your sacred warrior, to attune yourself to self-leadership and reveal your innate gifts and call in your ideal reality by accessing and harmonizing parts of your psyche that have claimed your life. So let's begin today's journey. Hello and welcome to this episode of IFS Sacred Healing. I hope you enjoyed the previous episode, Connecting with Self Energy. When we can be in that place of self, it's a real healing place. It has a divine energy to it that can help and support any parts that are active in your system because we can stand back with a lens of compassion, warmth in our heart really get to understand what's happening in our system. Now in today's podcast we're going to be discussing the concept of the destroyer inner critic. So if you're not familiar with IFS, IFS is a way of looking at different parts of ourselves as if they're members of an internal family. And so we all have different parts of ourselves that sometimes work together and sometimes appear to be at odds with each other. We call that polarization in the model. But all of these parts, however they behave or show up in the system, have a positive intent 
However, sometimes in our internal world, they can feel like they're very harmful. So one of the parts that can be particularly challenging is the destroyer inner critic. This part of ourselves can be really harsh and critical, constantly finding fault and flaws in everything we do. It can feel like an internal voice is always telling us that we're not good enough or that we're doing something wrong. So who is a destroyer inner critic? And where does it come from? Well, in the IFS model, it's believed that all parts have a positive intent. Even the parts that can be difficult or painful really are trying to protect us in some way. And the destroyer inner critic is no exception. It's trying to protect us from failure or from making mistakes that could lead to negative consequences. So it does have a real positive intent, but it doesn't always feel that way. And the way that it goes about things can be quite damaging. So the destroyer in a critic can be so critical and harsh that it can be really debilitating. It can lead to feelings of shame, self-doubt and anxiety. And in some cases, it can lead to depression or other mental health issues. You might be asking at this point, why on earth does the destroyer be behave in this way? Well, in IFS, it's believed that all parts develop in response to our life experiences, particularly those that were really challenging or traumatic, especially in childhood. And the destroyer inner critic is no exception. So when we experience difficult or painful events, part of ourselves form to help us cope and protect us from further harm. And so the destroyer inner critic might have formed as a way to prevent us from making mistakes or taking risks that could lead to negative consequences. For example, if you grew up in an environment where failure was not tolerated or punished, you might have developed a particularly strong destroyer because this part of yourself might be trying to protect you from pain of failure by constantly criticizing you and pushing you to be perfect. And similarly, suppose you experienced trauma or abuse as a child. In that case, your destroyer inner critic might be trying to protect you from further harm by constantly monitoring your behaviour and warning you of potential dangers. So one of the reasons that the destroyer inner critic can be so powerful is that it's connected to our autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system is responsible for our body's autonomic responses to stress and other stimuli. And so when we're feeling threatened or stressed, our autonomic nervous system kicks into high gear, triggering the fight or flight response. And so the destroyer can activate this response by triggering feelings of shame, fear or self-doubt. We really feel like we're being attacked even if it's only by our own internal voice. Our bodies can still react as if we're in physical danger and this can lead to a cascade of physical and emotional responses from increased heart rate and breathing to feelings of panic and anxiety. The destroyer can show up in many different ways in our everyday life and its impact can be felt both 
emotionally and physically. So here are some examples of how the destroyer might behave or show up in your life. So negative self-talk. Destroyer might use harsh and critical language to describe our actions or abilities. For example, it may say things like, you're so stupid, you never get it right, or you're a failure. It also may have a really close relationship with the perfectionism in a critic, which we've already spoken about. So the destroyer might push us to be perfect in everything we do, setting impossibly high standards and never allowing us to feel satisfied with our accomplishments. And I know at times in my life where the destroyer has been really, really harsh And it's really pushed the perfectionism in a critic to keep me working really, really hard too. And alongside that comes the taskmaster, which we will talk about in another podcast. And when they work together, it can feel really debilitating. It can also show up in self-doubt. So the destroyer might make us doubt our own abilities or decisions, causing us to second-guess ourselves or procrastinate on taking action. But another way it can also show up in the system is anxiety. So the constant criticism and pressure from the destroyer can create feelings of anxiety or stress in our bodies, leading to physical symptoms like headaches, muscle tension or digestive issues. But the really harshness of the inner critic can lead to deep feelings of shame. So the destroyer might make us feel ashamed of our mistakes or our shortcomings, leading to feelings of worthlessness or self-loathing and also may make us avoid things. So the pressure and criticism from the destroyer might cause us to avoid situations or activities that we fear will trigger its voice, limiting our experiences and opportunities. And often this can show up as dissociation because our internal world becomes too much, the destroyer's voice becomes too loud, that our brain just needs to move away from it and dissociate so that we don't hold all of those feelings in our system and become so overwhelmed. So it's quite amazing how our system works. So these are just a few examples of how the destroyer might show up, but it's important to recognize that the impact of the destroyer can be felt in many different ways and that its influence can be subtle or overt. So becoming more aware of its presence, you can start to work with it more compassionately. It is really harsh and you can understand why it is called the destroyer. And you might ask, well, why would I want to offer it compassion? Well, the goal in our IFS is not to eliminate any parts of ourself, but rather to transform them into more positive and supportive roles. So imagine if you were trying to get rid of your destroyer and it has a protective nature to it, it's just going to get stronger. And often that's what people do. They want to get rid of this part of their system and the voice becomes stronger and stronger. So here are some steps that you can take to work with your destroyer and to move it from being an inner critic to an inner champion. So first of all, acknowledge the positive intent of the destroyer. So as mentioned earlier, the destroyer inner critic is trying to protect you in some way. It might be trying to prevent you from making mistakes or 
taking risks that can lead to negative consequences. So by acknowledging its positive intent, you can start to see it in a more compassionate light. Next is to understand the impact of the destroyer. So while the destroyer's positive intent is important to acknowledge, it's also important to recognise the negative impact it can have on your life. So the constant criticism and pressure that can end up leading to anxiety, shame and self-doubt, which can impact your emotional and physical well-being. So really get to understand the impact it's having on you. So next is to build a relationship with a destroyer. And you might ask, why on earth would I want to build a relationship with someone who is so destructive in my system? But by building a relationship with a destroyer, you can start to understand its concerns and work towards finding a more positive way for it to fulfill its role. So connect with it in a compassionate and supportive way and listen to its concerns without judgment. This can help you develop a more positive relationship with this part of yourself. Often, destroyers are very, very young. They're young children that got stuck in our system. And when you can see it in that way, you just see it as this distressed child who doesn't know what to do. And it's really crying out for your help and understanding. So the next step is to discover the underlying needs of the destroyer. So as you build a relationship with your destroyer, try to discover the underlying needs that it's trying to fulfill. So for example, it might be trying to protect you from failure, but what it really needs is to feel safe and successful. So it's more important to support it, offer it support, more self-care and a greater sense of self-confidence because it really is looking for safety. How do we know it's looking for safety? Well, because it activates our autonomic nervous system so our fight flight or freeze response when these responses happen within our internal world we know that there's parts of our system that are feeling unsafe so next it's about understanding the role that it already has and transforming that role so once you've identified the underlying needs of your destroyer work towards transforming its role from the inner critic to the inner champion this might involve finding more positive and supportive ways for it to fulfill its role, such as offering constructive feedback or encouragement. Encourage it to shift from a role of tearing you down to one of building you up. And then finally, cultivate self-compassion. In the previous podcast, we talked about self-energy. And in the next podcast, we're going to talk about self-compassion. I would encourage you to listen to the previous episode around self-energy and listen to the episode after this one around cultivating self-compassion. So as you work towards transforming the role of your destroyer, it's important to cultivate self-compassion. Remember that you're not defined by the voice of your inner critic and that you have the power to cultivate a more positive and supportive inner dialogue. Practice self-care activities that help soothe your nervous system and reduce the impact of your inner critic. By following these steps, you can work towards transforming your destroyer into a more positive and supportive role. But remember, this is a journey 
and it takes time and patience to heal and transform our inner world. But with compassion and understanding, you can create a more harmonious internal landscape and cultivate a more supportive inner dialogue. So let's consider a case study just to give you an example of how this might work in practice. So meet Sarah. She's a 35-year-old graphic designer struggling with anxiety and self-doubt for years and years. Now Sarah's destroyer inner critic is very active, constantly telling her that she's not good enough and that she will fail. In therapy, Sarah worked to identify the positive intent of her destroyer inner critic. She realized that it was trying to protect her from the pain of rejection and failure. And so by acknowledging its positive intent, Sarah could start seeing her inner critic in a more compassionate light. Sarah also worked on cultivating self-compassion. She started to notice when her inner critic was being particularly harsh. It would take a few moments to remind it that she was doing her best and that making mistakes was a natural part of the learning process. Sarah also practiced self-care activities like meditation, journaling and exercises to help calm her nervous system and reduce the impact of the inner critic. Over time, Sarah began to notice a shift in her internal dialogue. She started to feel more confident in her abilities and less consumed by self-doubt. Her relationship with her colleagues and clients improved and she felt more empowered as a graphic designer. So remember, you're not alone if you can relate to Sarah's experience. Many people struggle with the destructive voice of the inner critic, but by acknowledging its positive intent and practicing self-compassion, you can cultivate a more supportive and positive inner dialogue. The destroyer inner critic can powerfully impact your emotional and physical well-being. We know that. And remember that the voice of the inner critic, any of your inner critics, does not define you. You have the power to cultivate a more supportive and compassionate inner dialogue that can help you thrive in all areas of your life. So thank you for joining me today and if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone who might benefit from it too. And as always, take care of yourself and be kind to yourself. Now we haven't finished there. We're going to now do a simple practice that's going to help you connect with your destroyer. And in this practice... We'll explore that part of yourself in a compassionate and supportive way. So find a comfortable position and when you're ready, let's begin. So take a deep breath in and as you exhale, allow yourself to relax. Let your body sink into your chair or cushion, feeling supported and held. Take another deep breath in and as you exhale, let go of any tension or stress you might be holding in your body. And now bring to mind the voice of your destroyer inner critic. It could be a voice you hear frequently or more subtle. Allow this voice to come forward observe it without judgment. Notice the tone and the words it uses, but 
try to remain detached from them. Now, imagine standing in front of your destroyer inner critic. Look at this part of yourself with compassion and understanding. It might look like a person or an object, but see it in whichever form it takes. Take a moment to acknowledge the positive intent of the destroyer and remember that this part of yourself is trying to protect you somehow, but at the same time recognize how it goes about its job and how it can also be harmful. Now imagine yourself sitting down next to the destroyer. Allow yourself to connect with it gently and compassionately. You might imagine putting your arms around it or just simply being present. Ask the destroyer why it's so destructive with its words and allow it to respond in whatever way feels right. It may give you a clear answer or it may be more of a feeling or an image or even a memory may pop up. Whatever comes up, receive it with openness, compassion and curiosity. Now, offer the destroyer a place to rest. Imagine wrapping it in a soft, warm blanket or placing it in a comfortable chair. You might offer it a cup of tea or a soothing touch. You might offer it words of love and comfort. However you choose to work with your destroyer, just notice how the destroyer responds. Does it seem to soften or relax? Is there a sense of relief or gratitude? Just notice how your body responds. Allow yourself to be present with this part of yourself in a nurturing and compassionate way. Finally, imagine yourself standing up, walking away from the destroyer, but know that you can always return to this part of yourself with kindness and understanding. Whenever you hear its voice, you can connect with it in a supportive and compassionate way. You're not leaving it behind, you're just asking it to rest just for a little while while you nurture it and care for it as you really get to know it. Build a relationship with it until it's ready to transform into your inner champion. And now, take a deep breath in and as you exhale, Allow yourself to return to the present moment. Wiggle your fingers and toes. And when you're ready, open your eyes. And remember that you can return to this meditation whenever you feel you need to connect with your destroyer inner critic. Knowing over time that you can transform this part of yourself with compassion and understanding. Thank you for journeying with me today and if you like this episode you can subscribe, like or share it with your friends, loved ones and colleagues. 
If you want to stay connected with me or to find out a little bit more about what I do, you can find me at my three websites, traumareleasecenter.com, consinity.co and phenomenaltherapist.com. You can also connect with me at my Facebook, Phenomenal Therapist, A Journey Home. And if you'd like to purchase any of my books, you'll find them on Amazon. And if you would really like to continue this journey and receive a complimentary digital copy of my book, please feel free to contact me at any of the websites that I've mentioned. I also have a free resource for you if you'd like to experience the internal family systems journey in the comfort of your own home. And again, you will find that at phenomenaltherapist.com. If you want to access affordable live group IFS therapy, join our Journey Home community. You will find us at phenomenaltherapist.com. So thank you for taking the time to share this journey with me. Until the next time, listen for those sacred messages.